Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. Today I speak to Dr. Huron Sivaraj, CEO and co-founder of Onkashot, about his program, which provides rapid access to information on suitable clinical trials and treatment options for both cancer patients and oncologists. Welcome to the show. You're an oncologist. Thank you, Clarissa. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yes, I am an oncologist. Okay, tell us about your personal perspectives on modern cancer treatment and are they sufficient medical resources to provide the best care for cancer patients. Yep. So um, I work as an oncologist and I treat cancer patients with medication. Right. And I can say that today it is a very exciting and encouraging period of time as doctors mm-hmm. because we are faced with a lot of developments in cancer care. Okay. And this is giving our patients a lot of options and hope. The main thing is for the doctor to be aware of these options mm-hmm. and to be able to offer these different options to our patients when we see them in our clinics. Okay, so that is from the point of view of an oncologist. As someone like me, total layperson, I've watched the Hollywood movies. Someone undergoing cancer treatment is going to lose their hair, they're going to feel awful, they're just going to be laid up in bed. But that's no longer the case, is it? Well, I think what we are talking about are some of the side effects that patients Mm -hmm. may experience while on treatment. But I think if you take a step back, essentially what we want to answer for our patients is that at the point of diagnosis, we really want to know what the entire landscape of treatment options there are. Some patients um, may only require treatment for a short period of time, and then they are done, they've recovered. But there are also many patients who have to deal with advanced cancer. Mm -hmm. And for these patients, it becomes very important for us to understand all the options that they may need to go through before we actually can talk to them about that. Okay, so let's, let's try to give them some of that information. Now, you're here to talk about clinical trials and treatment options. Um, my basic understanding of cancer treatment options sort of goes with chemotherapy, which I think most of us understand a little bit, and radiotherapy, which some of us understand a very little bit of. And then there's some oral medication in between. Is there more to it than that? Right. So basically, there are a few different types of treatment modalities. Mm-hmm. I think when we talk about um, cancer care, they fall under for example, surgery, Mm -hmm. where basically surgery is used to cure cancer, remove the cancer from the body. Then we have radiotherapy, which you just mentioned about. And then there's what we call treatments such as chemotherapy, Mm -hmm. immunotherapy or targeted therapies. And these are usually given in the context of either improving the chances of cure from cancer Mm -hmm. or trying to control the cancer and preventing it from coming back or just extending survival for patients who may have cancer that's incurable. So in the context of treatment options, many drugs are available already and they form what we call the standard treatment options that Mm -hmm. we have. So these are approved and these are available in either both the public and private sectors where the oncologists can actually prescribe these medications. But increasingly what's important for us is to understand the new and upcoming drugs that may be potentially better for many of our patients. And that's where clinical trials come in because today all the approved drugs that we have have gone through clinical trials at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Now, in cancer care, where some patients may not be able to survive for very long, it also becomes very important to be able to access some of these options while they're in the clinical trial phase. And that's becoming increasingly a challenge because while we have many clinical trials, 
it's actually quite hard to look up where these trials are and whether those trials are appropriate for an individual patient. Sure. Okay, let's talk about those trials. We had a guest on the show several months ago who was a can- what I refer to as a cancer warrior, a cancer patient who fought the good fight and was in remission and came out of remission and became the subject of one of the trials that you're speaking of. And because she was on those trials, it's extended her life and her, and her quality of life, which so I am all for trials, because sometimes that may be the answer that we're missing. Well, so I think that's a, that's a, certainly a very positive outcome um, from participating in a clinical trial. Um, from the perspective of an oncologist uh, seeing a patient in clinic, mm-hmm. today I think the main thing is for us to be aware about what trials are actually suitable and relevant right. for the individual patient. Yeah. That's actually the challenge today in mm-hmm. practice, and okay. which we are trying to solve with Oncoshot. All right, so let's talk about Oncoshot. Tell us everything we need to know about it. Right, so Oncoshot actually started from my own experience in the clinic. Mm-hmm. And essentially, when I was seeing a patient, I encountered a 60-year-old patient and the patient was telling me, doctor, what are my op- options? And you know, I was just telling them what we typically would offer. And then the family asked me, so Dr. Huron, is that all? Are there treatments that may I've be had up that and coming? By the way. Yeah, are there treatments that may be up and coming right. that I could have access to? Mm-hmm. So where you are practicing, what treatment options do you have in trials? Right. And I said, wait, I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. And after maybe the next consult, we were able to go through that. And then they asked me, so what's available in Singapore? And what about if I were able to travel outside Singapore? What if I go to the States? What's available exactly, there? Exactly. And, you know, I tried searching that up. So I would go to the National Registry websites mm-hmm. for, in the U.S. and Singapore, and you would get hundreds of clinical trials. It doesn't help you, does it? Diagnosis. It absolutely doesn't help you. And it gets even more complicated because in cancer, the requirements to participate in a clinical trial could be anywhere between 5 to 70. That's the most I've actually seen. Right. So how do you then tell your patient, look, out of these hundreds of trials, we have at least five or ten that may be really relevant for you. And that's how Oncoshot started. Okay. So what you're saying is the trials were always out there. But to wade through all of that information, even for you as an oncologist, would have been quite mind-boggling. And then to narrow it down to something that your particular patient would actually be suitable for and might even be considered for trials might just take too long. Because at some point, with a cancer patient, you are talking about time. That's right. Tell us, what do oncologists think about this program that provides rapid access to information on suitable clinical trial and treatment options? Right. So today, we have oncologist users in the private sector Mm -hmm. who are actually coming up to our platform. They build their patient profiles Mm -hmm. and they help their patients actually identify suitable trials as a starting point. So the oncologist is then able to have this discussion with their patient to say that, hey, on one hand, I have your standard treatment options Mm -hmm. and these are the options. But I also have explored the landscape of trials within Singapore. And in the past where this information would really be unavailable to them, they would typically just send off a memo it's a blind referral to the public sector, and they would not know what is happening with the patient. Today, mm-hmm. they can actually guide their patients through that process of understanding what their options are. It's a very informed process of decision-making, and actually the oncologist becomes a lot more involved in the care of the patient as sure. well. And I think that's been something that they've identified as a strong value proposition in their mm-hmm. own practices. Okay, so again, that's on the oncologist. side of the oncologist. oncologist. How does this benefit a patient? Right, so... 
for example, the patients today, they don't have to be limited to options that may be just um, available at the oncologist they are seeking, mm-hmm. whether it's in a single clinic or a single hospital. Right. The oncologist who's using the platform on Oncoshot can actually look through the trial data across Singapore or the region. So even if there may not be an option that is good enough at one particular place, Mm -hmm. it's always open to explore other options within the same country, for example. So this really opens up a lot more options for their patients. Do you think that patients have, at the point that they are talking about their own cancer treatment, how interested are they to even be participating in trials? Yeah, so... I think it kind of depends on the known individual. Mm -hmm. So I think there are a group of patients increasingly who are always looking out for newer options. They want to live. Yeah, they want to live. And they want to have a better quality of life as they get their treatment options as Mm -hmm. well. And today we are dealing with a landscape where new therapies such as immunotherapy or precision medicine, they are actually making a difference in terms of the quality of life and survival. So it becomes very important for our patients and their family members or caregivers to know what these options are. Hopefully, with time, patients will be able to ask these questions to the oncologist as well. So I think there needs to be an interest from multiple people, not just the oncologist, but also the patients to be able to ask this question. Doctor, what are my options? Tell me what's available for me. That's interesting you say that because most patients, when they are landed with that information, I'm sorry, but you have cancer from your doctors, they're not thinking about necessarily treatment options or whatever, the first thing that comes to mind, and I know this quite close to home because my mother was diagnosed with cancer several years ago. And her first question was, what do I have to do to live? And you just, you know, you tell me, I'll do what I need to do because I want to live. And I think that is the case for most patients. So after that point on second, third, fifth consult, when do they ask about the trials? When is a good time to ask once their head's clear from that awful news. So I think it's always very important to have this very good relationship within the doctor and mm-hmm. the patient. And typically as an oncologist, when we first break the bad news about cancer, um, we need to give our patients and the family some time sure. to come to terms with the diagnosis. It usually involves also for them to find out a bit more about their disease mm-hmm. and expectations from treatment as well. From the doctor's perspective, our responsibility is guiding the patient and family through that process. So exploring treatment options and trials is actually a continued process. It's mm-hmm. not something that just happens at one point in time. It, it's actually evolving throughout the, the treatment period. Okay. So how does someone access Oncoshot? Whether you're an oncologist, do patients have an opportunity to access it or is it for oncologists? So actually, when we first created Oncoshot together with my um, CTO, his name is Ruslan. So Mm -hmm. Ruslan has a data science background. So we came up with the vision that we needed to make this easily available and accessible by patients. Mm -hmm. So when we launched the platform in May uh, this year, we actually came up with the entire data set for pancreatic cancer trials across the world. So patients can actually go to our website today. And it's not just pancreatic cancer, by the way. We have all the trials for Asia on our platform. So when they build their profile, which simply asks a few questions in relation to the diagnosis of cancer and what treatments they've received, you can try to come up with a list of high-value clinical trials for them already. Right. And this is free for the patient. The way we use it for the oncologist and the hospitals is slightly different because from the oncologist's perspective, they need to be able to do the matching for many patients at a go mm-hmm. and to keep track of the options that are evolving continuously. So our oncologists do give us a bit 
bit of subscription um, payment mm-hmm. to maintain the ability to do this uh, multiple profile building and matching. Right. So the main thing is this. Even if you are not able to discuss your options with an oncologist today, you can actually take the first step to explore your options on your own. And this is a starting point for most patients at sure. least. I would think that a patient would, if they have access to it, would want to go in and try to understand their options on their own. So they ask educated questions when they're with their oncologist. Yes, that's right. Because you're paying them a lot of money to listen to them. No, I think it's actually, I think it's actually good that um, you know, there can be a very good, good informed discussion with the oncologist. And um, that helps to build your relationship with the oncologist as well. Absolutely. As, no, as, my yeah. point is when you're sitting in front of your doctor, if you don't know what you're asking, you're just going to be, you know, yeah, it's overwhelming. Mm. You're paying them a lot of money to see them, but then you don't know what you want to say. And then when you go home, you have millions of questions you yeah. wish you had asked. That's right. So it's part of the research. <laughs> Do you think there'll be more patients who will go onto Oncoshot so, in time to come? So we certainly envision that there'll be more patients and caregivers okay. who are doing this on, ha- on behalf of patients exploring for options. I think we are trying to really, um, at least for now, approach it from the level of the oncologist mm-hmm. because the oncologist should at least have this information. Sure. And if the oncologist can't have this information readily, that's a problem that should be solved quickly. Sure. Yeah. So how easy is it to get on? What, what, is there a website? That yeah, there's a website. So the website is www.oncoshot.com. Okay. So Onco is for oncology. Shot right. is actually from the word moonshot. <laughs> so when we created Oncoshot, <laughs> we really wanted to solve a big problem in terms of the, solving the entire problem for matching across the cancer trial landscape. Okay. And that's our vision, really, to give options and hope for cancer patients. So it's www.oncoshot.com. All right. What's next for Oncoshot before I let you go? Right. So we are trying to actually engage multiple stakeholders within the cancer trial ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to work together with hospitals, uh, regulatory agencies who are maintaining trial database, as well as um, companies who are trying to introduce new drugs for cancer patients. We really hope that by empowering all the stakeholders in this process, we can eventually get to the point where we can say we have improved the ability for cancer patients to get newer treatments faster. And that's our hope, and hopefully you'll get this quite soon. Well, I wish you all the very best with that. I wish you'd been around about 10 years ago, is all I can say. Thank you, Dr. Huren Sivaraj, CEO and co-founder of Onkashot. It's been a pleasure talking to you on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.